Em, can you believe we are in our third season of Interview Boss? Not really. It's crazy. But that means there are over 90 episodes we've made. (gasps) Oh my God. Scrolling through all of our episode titles, you might miss an episode that actually is exactly what you're looking for. Yes, we get so many messages of people asking us to do an episode on something and we're like, we already have. So we've put together playlists to help you find the episodes that are best suited to you. If you're applying for jobs, we have episodes about resumes, cover letters and job ads. If you've been offered your dream job, we have episodes on resigning, exit interviews and how to impress at your new company. Yes, and we even have a playlist for if you have an interview like tomorrow and you need just our most recommended episodes, just the ones you really need between now and then. Exactly. It is all there for you. You can browse by category. Check out the playlist at www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash podcast. I feel like it all fell into place with her after everything. So yeah, that was a really cool experience. That is so heartwarming. Doesn't that make you feel like a little matchmaker, a little Cupid, a corporate Cupid? (laughs) That's you. I can't believe it. It was like the effect on you. I like, and that's just what makes it's those moments that make me love my job. Um, It's just the best. (laughs) Hey everyone. And welcome back to interview boss. My name's Emma. I'm a third-year journalism student who's teamed up with my sister to give you advice, inspiration, and support when you're looking for a new job. Sarah is a HR and recruitment professional, and together we're excited to give you guys all the tips, tricks, and behind-the-scenes knowledge to help you in your career. This week, we're talking about recruitment agencies. What are they? How does it all work? And how can they help you in your job search? So to help us with that, we've got the wonderful Taylor Sharp, who's a recruitment consultant at Beaumont People in Sydney, and she's been in the agency world for over five years. Taylor, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm just so excited. So I think a good place to start off with for the people that have absolutely no idea about any of this, what is a recruitment agency? So in the most simple way to put it, basically recruitment agencies partner with job seekers to find meaningful work. So work that will help them grow in their careers, is meaningful to them in the sense of work-life balance or whatever is important to them for the employers that we also partner with. And basically, we just help employers find the right job seekers as well. So So a bit of a middleman if you will, to match up employers and job seekers. Yeah, we're the middlemen. (laughs) (laughs) The connectors. Very important job. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, awesome. So um, how do agencies and, you know, individual recruitment consultants differ? So what are the kind of specialisations you have, you know, the temp perm kind of Mm. situation? What's the difference between all the different agencies out there? There's so many differences. I feel like there's an agency or a recruitment consultant for almost every industry. Every time I look on Seek or on LinkedIn, I just feel like every industry is covered, whether that's engineering, manufacturing, blue collar, white collar, um, architecture, medical. There's so many. So there are a lot of different ones. And then you've got your bigger agencies and your boutique agencies and then your small businesses, which sometimes might just consist of one recruiter uh, that looks after the whole process. So we do differ a lot. And then I think there's also, you know, talking about different consultants and specializations. So you might have one agency 
that doesn't actually recruit in any specialized area, but the consultants within all specialized in different areas. Awesome. We just said that at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) And how does an agency get paid? Who are you technically being employed by or being paid by? So basically trying to find the right way to word this where it's not so confusing, (laughs) but basically if, if we're recruiting for a permanent position, we invoice a percentage of what that salary might be for the job seeker. So that's that's invoiced to the employer, that's right. Yeah, so the yeah. job seeker does not have to pay anything. And then for temporary workers, basically they get their base hourly rate. And then on top of that, we cover their insurance, super, um, payroll tax. And then there'll be something that we call a margin on top of that that comes back to the agency. I love how you said that it doesn't come out of the person's salary because I've actually heard a couple of people who are working through a recruitment agency and they've said, oh, they're taking a percentage of my salary. (laughs) And that's not the case, right? You know, it's a margin that's on top that you charge the employer to say, this is for our services. This is for our time in putting this all together, the risk that we're taking on in employing you as well. So yeah, definitely um, straighten that out is um, it's not coming out of their salary. (laughs) Yeah. It's one of those big myths. And I've had candidates quite a few times message me saying, well, I'm paying you. I'm paying you for this. Awkward. No, you're not. <laughs> and, I, and then I'm like, oh, I should probably explain. It's definitely not coming out of your salary. You don't have to pay to get a job. It's, it's one of those things where you don't realize that that's what people think. But yeah, it's one of those myths out there. Yeah. So tell us um, about what the process looks like. So Um, how do you guys end up working on a particular job? And then what does that process look like from the candidate side as well when they see a job advertised and you get in touch? Okay. Uh, So it it does take a little while. So as a recruitment consultant, we, we are big in sales. So we do business development and we try to partner and build relationships with other organizations. Sometimes this can take quite some time. Um, but basically, we try to build these partnerships where we'll then develop the business to a point where we'll start working on their roles. Um, and this is after we negotiate terms of business and get job descriptions and whatnot. Once the client gives us the green light, we'll start advertising for it and basically start looking at the applications from there. I try really hard to look at all the applications. So we'll review everyone's resume and basically pick the people that suit the job description the most. And then we'll give them a call, invite them for an interview, which now is on Zoom nowadays. And then we'll interview them, register them and take them through the process of, you know, getting to a job, which all involves looking over their resume, giving them advice and whatnot. (laughs) Yeah. So I think that's an interesting um, point is that registration process. So that first interview is just with you guys as an agency, right? So that's so that the candidate can register to kind of become one of your candidates. So you've got all their information. And then from there, you've then got to put them forward to a job so that they can actually interview there. So there's actually almost like another interview step that's maybe a bit broader so that you can get to know that person. What are they like? What do they want to do? Salary expectations, that whole thing. I think, and again, I've seen people get confused and thinking, oh, I've got an interview for a job. It's an interview to be registered with the agency. It's not necessarily a job straight away. 
yeah, it's not always for a job 100% of the time. We definitely do advertise when we have a job to put them straight into it. But it does also involve, like you said, they're interviewing with us and we try to get into the nitty gritties for our client and cover all bases. But then our client will then interview them as part of the process as well. But you're right, there are times where we're putting out expressions of interest if we feel that our client might have a recruit coming very soon that we need to prepare for or we like the look of a particular candidate and we feel like our client would really benefit from them. So there's a few ways to go about it, but there is a mixture out there, yeah. Can you tell us about when it's helpful to see an agent? How can an agency help someone? I personally think it's really great to use an agency in the beginning of your job search. Like we kind of talked about before, there's so many different agencies in all these industries. So if you really want to work with an agency from the beginning, I say go for it, but just make sure you look up the recruiter and working with the right people in your right industry. Because I do think it really helps, you know, I personally feel that we can give really good market knowledge, help them with some advice and kind of get them on the right direction to where they want to go. Because I think sometimes people maybe get a little bit lost in what they want to do next or where to even begin. So starting with an agency is probably a good place for them to begin if they don't know where to start so that we can help them on that journey. Yeah, I love that advice piece. That's super valuable. I've actually been placed in my last two roles with a recruitment agency. So (laughs) I'm definitely an advocate for the process. On that note, are there times where a recruitment agency maybe isn't right for you in your job search you know when would it maybe be beneficial to go direct or to go through different channels uh that's a really good question and I have thought about it and a part of me kind of similar to what I just said I don't think there's really a time where you shouldn't there are so many agencies out there and you can go to a specialist but what I would emphasize is definitely go to someone that specializes in your field for example, I, I recruit in contact center and sales. And if you want a job in administration, I'm probably not the best person to reach out to. And so that in that point, it would probably not be the best practice to use a recruiter. But maybe even if you really see a job that you absolutely love and you've seen it on Seek and it's with the company directly, just apply. Don't feel like you need to go through an agency to get there. I would say apply that way. But Otherwise, I think it's good to use either way. Just really pay attention to the special specializations, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've also seen in some situations, if you're going for a massive career jump, there's potential. There's a potential that a specialized agency may not be the best to help you because a company isn't necessarily coming to someone to find someone who's transitioning into a totally different career. They're coming to a recruitment agency to go can you find me someone who's really great in this area Mm. and so you can you know occasionally disadvantage yourself if you're trying to make a big career shift but then again sometimes a recruiter can actually help explain that on your behalf yeah I I'm a total advocate for the fact that we can explain it on your behalf and sell it because we're natural salespeople, and if we understand you and we've built that relationship we'll sell it to our client and I can only speak on behalf of Beaumont people, but we do career coaching as well. But a big part of that is helping people transition into a different job title or a different industry and changing it up a bit. So I definitely think it would help to have a recruiter as a second person to sell, you know, what you want to do next. Awesome. And we kind of touched on it before, but um, recruiters sometimes get a bit of a bad rep. What are some of the common (laughs) misconceptions that you see apart from what we already spoke about? 
it's so funny because I think maybe a year or so ago we kind of talked about this in a training as a way to kind of be aware of it but I looked in Google recently and typed in recruiters are and the first things that come up as like Google suggestions are recruiters are trash, recruiters are shady. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> not your friends. They're trying to take your rubbish. money. <laughs> oh, all of these things. And, you know, a little, bit, a little part of me is like, no, I'm not. I'm not, I swear. Um, but I know it's not a personal attack, obviously. Um, but, you know, there are these misconceptions that, you know, we, I think you actually mentioned it in the mist that we don't get back to people, which is a huge one that it's a robot or something. And I, I just want to, mm. you know, talk on that even more and just agree with what you said. It's always going to be human. Even if it's a rejection email, know that we've looked at your resume for it and, you know, we've taken that time. But unfortunately, we can't get back to everyone. Sometimes for 10 jobs, I get 400 applicants and I won't be able to call you individually, but I will send a courtesy email for you to know. And, you know, that's the human part of me. And I think, unfortunately, people have this misconception that we're just, you know, automatically rejecting them for no reason. Um, but the other big one, yeah, is that they feel like they have to pay for our service um, or that we're taking a part of their salary, which is absolutely not true. Please don't stress about that. Um, we are not taking any portion. Can you of imagine salary. how rich recruiters would be if they were just <laughs> pinching little bits of everyone's salary? Like more people would be in the in the game. I know. I think a lot of people, there would be a lot more recruiters out there, even though I'm sure there's plenty already. <laughs> yeah. I've also I've also heard of some pretty bad practices as well and this goes to your point about, you know, finding the right recruiter that you mm. really want to partner with. I mean, I've heard about things like recruiters posting fake jobs that they're not really working on just yeah. so that they can get candidates and then lying lying to them about those jobs or sending their CV across to a company without telling them. Yeah, um, I have heard and that. Then, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that can be really damaging um, for your job search because you might apply directly to that job and then you've also turned up represented by this recruiter but you didn't know that they were sending you across. Mm. Um, yeah, so I think I think that all speaks to, you know, choosing the right person to partner with and the right agency. Sure, there's bad people in every industry, I'm sure, who are yeah. cutting corners, but I definitely think that you know, recruiters all get a bad rep and it's sometimes, you know, it's a little bit harsh. I think there's I so many good people out there. <laughs> well, I think it only takes one person to spoil, you know, the other work of others. And I just think, um, I think there are a lot of hardworking recruiters out there that will do the absolute best for their job seeker. And I, I also heard the resume thing and that's, you know, that's a shame because I feel like full transparency is key between a relationship with a recruiter and a job seeker and letting them know where you're putting them forward to. Um, I don't know anyone that does do it, does do that, but I, I hope not. Yeah. It's funny. Sometimes you're like, did this happen once? And everyone just talked about it forever and ever. <laughs> oh, no. oh, I hope. <laughs> so on that note, um, how would you go about choosing the right recruiter? Um, what's your advice for candidates, making sure they've got that right relationship? Uh, definitely do your research. So, I feel like most recruiters are on LinkedIn at this point. It's the biggest sales platform. So have a look on LinkedIn, have a search for a specialized recruiter. I would hope if someone was looking for call center and sales, maybe my profile will pick, 
you know, pop up. So look for that specialized field and have a look into that recruiter, see what they post about, see the jobs that they post. Um, maybe have a look on the website, just do your research. And I feel like that would be the best way to go about it. I also think if you really want to chat with them, just give them a call we're always open for a chat and maybe we might not pick up straight away. We might be in meetings or talking with a client, but we will get back to you. And I think that's also another good way to do it is, you know, building that relationship, have a person to person chat and get a feel for the personality and see, you know, whether it's genuine or not. Yeah, definitely. So once somebody has found the right fit, do you have tips for people um, on how to get the most out of working with their recruiter once they've found one? Yeah, I totally think that it's a two-way street. So if you are a job seeker, um, don't just rely on your recruiter to do absolutely everything for you. So even though we will try our absolute best to help you in every way possible, I think there is, you know, a way for a job seeker to also put in some effort. So keep an eye out for jobs that you might be interested in still. Um, Keep communicating with us and follow up. Um, I think, you know, have your resume prepared, be ready and take our advice and really listen to what we're saying. I know sometimes we give advice and they don't act on it and then it stays and then they wonder why they don't hear from us. And it's because maybe we're waiting for them to come back to us. So really work Mm. with your recruiter. Um, because that would be the best way to get, you know, the most out of recruiters, really building that relationship and putting in the effort as well. It's it's a bit hard to work with a candidate that's kind of just not doing anything. Yeah. And what would you say um, is the best approach? Should you go and register with every single agency in town and just, you know, take the shotgun approach and go, right, well, if I'm with every <laughs> single recruiter, then I have to get the best job possible, right? <laughs> I think that's that's just so hard because, again, with that piece of um, kind of like what we were speaking about with the resume, if they just send the resume out and you've already applied, that person might not look at you anymore because maybe, you know, they saw that the recruiter represented you or the other way around. If you're handing your resume to a bunch of agencies and then they're all doing that and you don't know where they're representing you, um, you could have your resume flying everywhere and that's not good for you as a candidate. So I think... Again, do your research, really choose what agency you want to work with and build a relationship with that one consultant. That would be the best way to go about it Uh, because the last thing you want is just a bunch of businesses knowing who you are and seeing your resume a bunch of times, which might happen if Mm. you're working with multiple agencies. Yeah, imagine calling the, you know, the client on the phone um, because I kind of sit on the other side now, right? So (laughs) agency calls me, oh, I've got this great candidate. They've they've just come out of five years in um, a high-end retailer. The next person calls me, oh, I've got this great candidate. They've just five years out in a high-end retailer. You're like, hmm, that might be the same person. Yeah, (laughs) And like, yeah, the clients don't want that. Um, And it's not good on the candidate and... um, Yeah, the more exclusive, the better. And if there is a job out there that you absolutely want and they're not advertising, a recruiter is a really great way to go into that because we can sell. But if you're going to multiple recruiters to do that, again, same issue. They're just going to get all these calls with the same person and it might work in some ways, but I'd probably find it more frustrating. And I would say too, like I might might put this question um, to you, Taylor. If you've got say you know 10 candidates that you're representing and you know that one of them 
is registered with every other agency in town. Um, who do you think you're going to spend the most time, you know, helping mm. and, and representing out of those 10 people? And is that person the top of your list? That's true because, you know, it's too many times again we put someone into a job and maybe the next day or a couple hours later they say, oh, my other agency just offered me a job as well. And I completely understand, especially in this last year, desperate times and trying to find a job and thinking that is the best approach. But, you know, someone someone gets hurt in the end. And I think everyone's trying to do their best. But, yeah, I if you're, if you're a candidate out of a pool of 10, that's probably going to multiple agencies. I'll still work with you. But I do have a worry that you might just pull out very last minute. Yep. Exactly. That I, that's exactly what I thought you were going to say. So <laughs> awesome. And then a nice little one to just round it off here. What would you say is your best advice for job seekers? Be prepared. Um, one of my biggest things is if you're going to put your resume out there, be prepared to answer your phone and also, you know, be polite when you answer it. Um, <laughs> And I know that might be a bit harsh to some people. And I saw a recruiter put this as a um, as a post a couple months back and I couldn't agree more. But there's, you know, there's something when you call a candidate and they go, who's this? <laughs> Straight mm. away. It's like, oh, the girl that's trying to help you get a job. That's who it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the person that you applied into. Um, we're going to try and help you. So be ready to answer the phone and I know with scammers and everything it's so hard but if we're going to get into the situation of applying for work just be prepared to answer and answer politely and be ready to have a good conversation have your resume ready make sure it's presentable uh, make have a look over it if you need help you can talk to your recruiter after you're registered that's completely fine but search it up on google just make sure it's nice and presentable and ready and your final copy don't apply with an old resume or anything and then update it later it's just best to have your final copy ready I'm trying to think I feel like there's so many things (laughs) um yeah do your research um don't just apply for everything really be specific um you know if you're gonna apply for jobs remember what you're applying for again you know you want to know who's contacting you and be prepared for that person to contact you don't just apply for everything and anything that's a great note. You've got to write down where you've applied because mm. that's one of the things that an agency is going to ask you. Where have you already applied? And if you're like, ah, uh, like 30 places that I can't remember. <laughs> exactly. Rookie mistake. Like, and again, that's what we were talking about. You don't want your resume going everywhere. So we need to know where you've applied so we don't represent you again. Um, or if we do represent you, we'll mention that you already applied and maybe just to have a look again at that resume. Yeah. Maybe they missed it. Yep. Yeah. What about advice during the actual process? So maybe, um, you know, you've sent someone across to a client and they've gone for the actual interview. You know, I always try and get out of the interview and literally call my recruiter straight away to tell them how it went. But I remember being on the other side and chasing someone, being like, how did it go? Call me back. (laughs) I always say to my candidates before they go into the interview, I want to be the first person you call when you walk out of that interview, you know, don't call your mum, don't call your girlfriend, your wife, (laughs) you know, call me. I'm the most important person to you after that moment because people will put in ideas in your head and, you know, change what you thought about it. And I want fresh feedback. So that's the one thing I tell them to do. 
Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Your, your unfiltered thoughts. Exactly. Um, I'm going to throw in a, a bit of a bonus question. What's your favourite interview question when you're actually interviewing someone um, to register them to become a candidate? What's the interview question is your go-to? Oh, my goodness. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't feel like I have anything interesting. I feel like some people always have those really um, – odd unique questions like if you're an animal what animal would you be (laughs) or whatnot (laughs) I don't have anything like that I just like to ask where do you one of my favorite questions actually is where do you where do you think you'll see yourself in five years because that gives me a really good idea of where their career progression might end up and sometimes if they don't know what they want to do and they might be in that present time kind of trying to figure it out asking that question can put a really clear thought for a recruiter and can really help that person you know describe to them what the next steps they should take I love that question because they really think about it and they're like oh actually I really want to do this yeah yeah that's where I want to do so I I I love that question actually yeah and that's a good one to be you know really open and honest with your recruiter because you can talk about your career as a whole, as opposed to mm. maybe when you're sitting in front of a client, that question is a little bit more loaded um, yeah. because maybe you feel like they want you to say, still here in this job. <laughs> <laughs> I want to stick around for the long haul. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one for a recruiter, just like in an agency sense, because we can help you with that. I personally just love it because it really shows a personality in a candidate. It might not be exactly, you know, they might be interviewing for customer service and they want to do something completely different in five years and um, maybe this is to fill the time and it's a good conversation to have. Mm. Awesome. (laughs) Can you tell us about a little success story you've had? Is there a really awesome story where you've placed someone in their dream job or any cute little warm fuzzy stories like that? I actually had one really recently and it was one that actually shocked me and took me back. I I think it was, so last March I was given a role to recruit on. It was a customer service manager or contact center manager for a non-for-profit organization. Um, Sorry, not non-for-profit, but they work on behalf of a lot of non-for-profits. And I had started the search and this was pre-COVID. And so I'd interviewed a bunch of candidates COVID hit and they had to put the role on hold and I tried to occupy those candidates for quite some time um, but eventually they did all end up getting roles and so uh, when the client came back to me in October or November and asked for those candidates they weren't available anymore but you know little did I know that you know they wouldn't end up being the right candidate because the right candidate was going to interview with me in November and when I called her she she basically was like I've had you on my mind you took a reference on me a year ago and you basically described what my career would be and since then I've thought about it and I just I know I need to do something else and I need to do something greater than what I'm doing and it just so happened that as we're having this conversation, this role's picked up again and we're having a conversation about the job now and she's super interested. Um, so she went through the whole process. They absolutely loved her. They met with a few others, but throughout the whole time they had met her the first out of all the candidates and they just loved her from the very beginning. And so we ended up placing her and I went and visited her 
maybe a month ago and she sat me down she's like this is the best job I've ever had like you don't understand this has given me greater purpose I spent the whole of last year during COVID wondering you know how am I going to get into something that makes me feel like I'm doing greater for the world and not just in my job and I, I the opportunities weren't coming and all I could think about was our conversation on the phone and I'm just so glad that you remembered me and that this opportunity just so happened to open up again and now I'm working here and I just feel so blessed. And I just thought that was so heartwarming because I've just... So heartwarming. Doesn't that make you feel like a little matchmaker, a little Cupid, a I corporate know. Cupid? I, I was just like, oh <laughs> that's my goodness. You. I can't believe that. It was like the effect on you. I like, And that's just what makes... It's those moments that make me love my job. Um it's just the best. <laughs> I think I think you're going to have to change your headline on LinkedIn now to Corporate <laughs> Cupid. It's got That's a good ring to it. really catchy. <laughs> I really love that. I will highly consider it. <laughs> Valentine, just, Valentine's uh, Day. Yeah, <laughs> a cheeky just, little <laughs> ad to put out. That's amazing. Awesome. Well, that rounds out the episode for today. We've gone through some awesome things. We've bust a lot of myths about these dreaded recruiters there's a lot of bad rep out there we've bust that myth though we've worked out how they work great times to see them we've worked out how to find a good recruiter and heard so much incredible advice there at the end so taylor thanks so much for coming on thank you yeah and um how can people find you if they're interested in reaching out to you or maybe just um beaumont in general You can find me on LinkedIn. My name's Taylor Sharp and I work for Beaumont People, so you can find me there. Um, I'm also on our website and it's got a little explanation about what I do. So beaumontpeople.com.au. Incredible. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. All right. Thank you for having me. We'll be back in your ears (laughs) next week. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening to Interview Boss. If you want to hear more from us, make sure you hit subscribe. We're a new podcast, so if you liked this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you could give us a review so we can help even more people. For more advice, inspiration, and a supportive community, join us in the Interview Boss Facebook group. we've been your job search besties and helped you in some way there's a cool way you can support the show shout us a virtual coffee we get a huge kick out of reading all of your success stories head to buymeacoffee.com forward slash interview boss and shout us a cuppa if you keep us caffeinated we can keep the content coming <laughs>